Welcome to Pocket Fiction by Steve Cook. Wine by guest author Ree Sheridan Rose. I am searching the trailer for a straight pin. In a place this size, with the amount of accumulated stuff crammed into every square inch of space, you'd think I could find a straight pin. It's very important. You might say it's a matter of life and death. Let me go back to the beginning. It started about six weeks ago. That's when I first started to put it all together. The clues. Little things. They all started to make sense. I know that I'm right about this. What am I talking about? Vampires. Are you still there? Most people laugh and leave about now. I wouldn't blame you. I'm used to it. But I just wish somebody would listen. I'm sorry, I'm not very coherent. You see, it's the wine. It's almost constant now. That awful, irritating, obnoxious wine that won't shut up. It means time is running out. I'm not sure about all the facts yet. I know the basic problem, but I don't know for sure that I'm on the right track for the answer. So I'm telling you, so that if I'm wrong, someone will know where I've gone. Vampires. I was talking about vampires. Immediately you're thinking about tall strangers with foreign accents in long black capes, or small furry bats with sharp white fangs. I'm talking about the real thing. Like I say, it was about six weeks ago that I started putting the pieces together. I was asleep. It had been a long, hard day, and it was hot, with that special kind of pressure cooker heat that means July. I live in a trailer near campus because it's cheap and private, but it also can be like sleeping in a tin box on a radiator, if you know what I mean. So I sleep with the windows open and a fan on high since my ex-roommate kicked the front out of my air conditioner when he was practising his kung fu moves. That's why he's my ex-roommate. And there's this little hole in the screen on my bedroom window. That's how they got in. The vampires. Now, you're going to wonder why they haven't called the men in the white coats to take me away. Don't worry. They have. But they haven't found me yet. And I hope to have spread the word before they do. I can't convince everyone. I know that. But if I can convince you, and maybe two or three others, and you can convince a few people, then maybe we can actually wipe out the bloodsuckers. Because that's what they are. Literally. And the weird thing about it is that everybody knows it. Everybody accepts it. Everybody expects it. It's just that they don't know the true identity of the creatures. Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are the true vampires. Oh, not all mosquitoes, but those noisy ones. Think about it, please. Doesn't it make sense? You can't deny that mosquitoes suck blood, and that's the definition of a vampire. But there's more to it, you say. What about the corpse part? What about the reanimation part? What about the stake through the heart part? Okay. I've gotten off track again. It's the wine. Let me go back. 
Like I say, I was asleep in my oven about six weeks ago. All of a sudden, I woke up because there was this buzzing like a miniature bandsaw on fast right by my ear. And there was this mosquito lazily circling my arm like it was an hors d'oeuvre. People say that the ones that buzz are harmless, that they are male and they don't bite. It's a myth. The ones that whine are vampires. This is how it works from what I've been able to piece together. Okay. You see, the whining is a signal, and it really is a kind of siren call if you listen close enough. The whine is made up of promises, haunting promises of eternal life and happiness. Stories of rich, dark, salty blood. And you must resist it, because that way lies madness. But I'm not crazy. Yet. Come off it, you say. A mosquito? One of those tiny little bugs you can squash with the flat of your hand? Admittedly, you have to be fast, but you can kill them, right? Prove it. I've smacked my share of mosquitoes in my time, but it seems like no matter how many you swat, there are always more. You want to know why? Because they don't die. They regenerate themselves and come back with their insidious whine like metal screaming under a saw blade. Okay, you say. If a mosquito is a vampire and you're bit by a mosquito and you don't turn into a vampire, then I'm nuts. Logical? Maybe. But untrue. Like you said, mosquitoes are tiny bugs. Mythological vampires are invariably tall humanoid creatures with big appetites and large capacities. A mosquito can bite you dozens of times and not drink enough to equal the insertion of one of those other guys' fangs. But the deal is that they gang up on you. They hypnotise you with that infernal whine and you don't see the cloud of vampires descend on you like an animated mist to drink their fill. You start to feel tired in the mornings and you don't know why. The doctors won't be able to help you. They won't be able to tell that anything is wrong or if they do, they'll think they know the answer and brand you a victim of an incurable disease because what the vampires do is they contaminate the blood with a virus. That bit about vampires draining your blood is all another myth, see? It's hard to explain, but gradually they change all your vital fluid into something else. It's indistinguishable in tests, so you can't check me out. You'll just have to trust me that I know what I'm talking about. When they get close to finishing, and it does take time since they are so tiny, you find yourself changing. Your fingers get longer. Your skin gets a little scaly. Your hair falls out. And you hear the whine. The whine becomes a part of you. You hear it even when there are no mosquitoes. It's like it is in your blood. Like somewhere behind your eyes there's a colony of the damn creatures living in comfort, like on that night gallery episode where the earwig was in the guy's head and driving him nuts and then it came out the other side and he found out that it had laid eggs. Maybe that's a poor analogy. But the wine becomes a part of you, like I say. It gets louder and louder as you get closer to becoming one of them. You hear it all the time. It gets so bad that you strain your ears to hear the silence to see if there really are little voices in the wind or if you're alone. And as the whine gets louder and more insistent, the words get clearer. I can almost understand them now. I can almost make them out. 
I don't have much time left, but I'm going to take as many of those beasts with me as I can. That's why I'm looking for a straight pin, to use as a stake, because that part of the legend is true. It does take a stake. Maybe I should look for a toothpick.